It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This is Alexandra. We are really having a wonderful evening this evening. This show is brought to you every Saturday night by Roberto Perez, Miller Title. Courtney will not be here today. She's still dealing with her mom's illness. And yeah. She has so much going on, but um, Mr. I can pretend uh, to be Courtney. Yes, uh, t- Billy Tatum got here late. Hello. That's why uh, he, he's he doesn't know that that Courtney's not going to be here today. It's so. ten o'clock sharp. Let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, we're going to take just a minute for the pledge of allegiance uh, by the Clark, the Clark Young family. family, which are amazing. This Saturday night, oh my God, it was she was just amazing. And your little son, it was amazing. That's the children of our uh, director, of our producer, Michael Clark. So let's take a second. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Wasn't that good? I love hearing them. Was that Uh, Brennan this time? Okay. And Jody, right? Welcome Joseph. back, everyone, to Alexandra and Friends, brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. We're sitting here uh, with the Boost marketing system. And the Boost. The Boost. The and, Boost. And it's, it's spelled D A B O O S T. Their website is D A hyphen B O O S T. Uh, Gonzalo and, and Fernando. Fernando. Yes. yes. Correct. I did remember that. Gonzalo, what? Gonzalo Herrera. Herrera. And you know that Herrera. there's, there's okay. a relationship here about the, with the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, wow. actually. Uh, my uncle, I don't know if you know Rafael Septien, the kicker. No, I remember so that last name, the, yeah. This, that's his, that's, Obviously, this is the 80s, right? So it's been a while. That's when I started he watching. Was a cowboy kicker. Cowboy kicker. So when he wants to impress the girls, he says Septien. And they like it. And they like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Cowboys fans this year, right? Oh. Am I right? And I'm sorry. And I'm yeah. Fernando Rojas. Nice Fernando to meet you. Fernando Rojas. Where are you from, Fernando? I'm from Mexico City, but I live in Mérida, Yucatán. Mérida, Yucatán. Nice. Wow, that's nice. And Gonzalo, you're from Mexico too, I am right? from Mexico City, but I lived in Dallas for the past 25 years. Excellent. So this awesome. evening we're going to be talking about international the boost. Yes. Correct. Uh, social media and graphics and all this stuff. You're just right in uh, Billy Tatum's uh, path. Well, I love there. all this stuff. Yeah. I know. And, Mike, and Michael does, too. So I'm going to sit and listen and watch because I know <laughs> nothing about it. Okay. Well, like the like all good questions go, how did this all begin? Okay. Um, well, we began the company 10 years ago in Mexico. Okay. And, uh, you know, social media in Mexico at first was something that was very new and companies didn't actually trust it a lot. So we start, you know, doing a lot of different shop uh, workshops and, you know, conferences. And I had a radio show in Mexico to talk about it. And I wrote a book on it uh, in Spanish. Uh, it's called Twitter for Companies in Four Steps, but in Spanish. Okay. Okay. Whenever what was, I, the, what I, was the name again? In, in English, is Twitter for Companies in Four Steps. How about in Spanish? What is Twitter it Twitter para la empresa en cuatro pasos. Okay. <laughs> Sounds more poetic that way. <laughs> you can look it up in Amazon. Yeah, and then we wrote yes. another one. Yes. That sounded almost literal. So you're, you're an author. I'm an author too, yeah. Very I'm an good. author and a, and, and a radio host too in Mexico. So uh, then we, uh, we, we wrote the other book that was Facebook para la empresa en cuatro pasos or... Facebook for company in four steps, okay? <laughs> and then we started franchising our business, and we opened offices in Madrid in Me- in, and all throughout Mexico. And a few months, well, a few years back, well, like, how's the relation with Gonzalo? Gonzalo and I, we've been brothers since our moms were pregnant. So wow. we've been friends for oh, 34 years. One of those. My kids have those relationships with some. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, my me wife, too. excuse me. so we decided to open the boost on united states and uh, we have been open for three months now wow up here Uh, in the u.s okay right and what we bring here is the expertise on talking to the latino market oh yeah we've been we've been doing this for 10 years in mexico yeah so there is a market here for you 20% 20% of yeah. the population is Latino in the exactly. U.S. Exactly. And yeah. in Texas, even higher, right? So, oh, yeah. Awesome. What, what we tell companies is that 
in the U.S., you know, we, we help U.S. companies go to Mexico. Now let's help U.S. companies get to the Latino market. That's right. Necessary. Absolutely. Vital part of our community. That's, that's, that's what this radio show is about. That's what we do here. That's what we do. So Spread let's go back to Mendy that yeah. you got that. So okay. you have a radio station there? I, I, I have a radio, radio show, show a radio on show? a radio station. Yeah, it's called Conexión Viral, Viral Connection. I okay. like that one. Yeah. You record yeah. at home here in DFW? Or? No, I, 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 we're, we're live. We go live oh, okay. every Wednesday at 3 o'clock in Mexico. Nice. And, uh, well, it's a different voice than, than, I'm, than I'm doing here. I speak a little bit faster in Mexico. I'm sure. I, I gotta go, so people try. call in and ask questions? Is that yeah, what they do? questions. And we, we, we have a, a radio show in hand that, you know, goes in. We talk about a little bit about news. We study a success story on social media. Mm -hmm. And we also do these trick questions for people. So we do true or false questions. So Very we good. can, we do assessments and people can, you know, say if it's true or it doesn't. So if it's trick questions, is there a prize? Yes, it is. Oh, see. Sometimes people yeah. can, people can win a book. <laughs> so when they, you know, actually, you know, the first one who accurately tells the answer, they win a book and they get a book home. Should try it on Alexandra real quick. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> one question I have. So your, your company is headquarters is where? In Merida, Yucatan. In Merida, Yucatan. Mm -hmm. We got 25 people there. And right now we, we have an office, a uh, representative office here that, you know, it's the HQ of the of USA is in Dallas, headed by the great Gonzalo Herrera. Impressive. Very good. Very good. I knew so, I sat right next to the right one. Gonzalo. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed that you also, uh, you're doing uh, campaigns uh, and digital co uh, community campaigns, but I like that click Pay, for, pay and click, is that what you do? Pay for tell, click. So, yeah. so tell me about, in Mexico City, realtors use it? Uh, yeah. Raíces? Yeah, it, almost every every company right now, since the pandemic, mm -hmm. like understood that social mark, social social media and, you know, paid, paid ads on Facebook or Google or whatever, mm -hmm. was actually a, a pretty big need. So we understood that if we wanted to, like help companies, we had to, you know, help them get into that service without all the fuss that comes with it. So yeah, we do realtors, we do we do almost every every yep. every any 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 company that it's around in business. I, th I think I think this is true for everybody when they start a company. They don't realize how difficult all these things are. They don't even know what you're really doing in mm -hmm. the background and mm -hmm. how important it is. Um, you know, like. You know, she said the pay-per-click thing. People don't really even know what that means most of the time or the SEO and how important that stuff is. But, you know, in my line of business, we have to revamp those things periodically mm -hmm. so we stay up to up to date with what's being searched and who's doing the searching. So explain all that process for people wanting to start a company and hook up with you to manage all of their digital marketing. That's what's, what's that's, the process that's a there? great That's a great question and a great, and a great assessment because... As you said, well, let's start saying that our company exists because there is an actual need for someone to handle yeah. all the things that had to be done. On so here, another part right? of your business has to be managed. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a lot of a lot of business owners try to do their business, what they are good at, but also they try to incorporate social media to their lives and they start, you know, they cannot deliver in any of those areas. So... I think that one of the things that everybody has to go and ask themselves because go, before going online is what am I trying to achieve and what's the strategy that I'm going to follow? Mm -hmm. And after that, you're going to find yourself in a, in a path that, you know, Davos can help you with, that it's to help you decide between which strategy is better for your company. Yeah. Because as you said, PPC is one thing, but also you can do organic social media. You could do paid ads. Yes. You could do a web page. There's a lot SEO. of ways lot. to skin the cat on this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and not and you can go online and and see all the self help. People got their YouTube channels, but that doesn't that doesn't tailor to your specific needs usually, and you end up doing something wrong. You waste yeah. a lot of money, maybe. So, so something that's interesting is if you were to do this right in your own internal team, if you're a business, you would need someone that is very creative. You need someone that is good at design. You need someone that is good at project management. You know, you need someone that is good at writing, whatever is going to be yeah. on that design. So it's really 
five, yeah. four or five different skill sets. And that, on your guys' end, you have to hire the right people that can talk and, and correlate and, you know, get in. Like what are the customer success managers that companies hire to work with their clients? And then you've got the people in the background, right, doing. Correct. Doing, yeah. So what we do, what we try to do for businesses is you talk to one person in our end and then they coordinate the entire team. Right. Yes. So it's like you hire one employee when you hire us. That's it. That got can it. have the five or six different skill sets that you need to be. Because you got delivered. a team behind you. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. got a 25 team people in Mexico. Like yeah. A 25 people team in Mexico. So we're, we're pretty big there. And with the new things that we're getting from the United States, we're, we're going to keep growing down there. So, so far, how are they receiving you here in the U.S.? It's been very interesting because there's a huge market, as Gonzalo said, for the how to deliver how to how to deliver spa, uh, messages in Spanish. Let's say let's say it that way. A lot of Mexican American companies like to like need to go to the Latin markets, and some of them don't know how to talk to make to, to Spanish speaking people. Not every time is about the language, just the language, but the idiosyncrasy and the way oh, of yeah. thinking and the cultural difference. There's a lot of things, stuff that yeah. goes in there. Yeah. And what's interesting is that the big companies are already doing it. You know, you look at um, uh, big companies such as AT&T, uh, T-Mobile, they're, they're talking to their clients in Spanish. Well, they have to because the, yeah, they're, service, they're a service department. Yeah. Right. Are yeah. you trying to attract more of the smaller companies? So what we're targeting is medium-sized companies. Medium-sized. So, okay. Somebody that is, we also help solopreneurs, uh, but we realize that, you know, when you have a team of five or six or more, that's when we effectively. That's where you like there. to start yeah. out with them. Okay. Wow. So what do you think? You like all this stuff, don't you? Yeah, and I would consider myself a medium-sized company, too. And, and we're almost 200 employees, but our online presence doesn't have to be as strong because of our other marketing, mm -hmm. which is through real estate. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're a different kind of company. So your level of what you bring would help us, even though we're bigger than your ideal size company. Um Well, but anyway, if, um, if you said that you listen to us in Alexandra and French show, we're going to give you a very special discount. Okay. You hear that, guys? You get a yes. discount at Daboost Marketing. That's D-A-B-O-S-T.com. This is Alexandra. And don't forget to go to our Facebook, Alexandra and Friends 660. The answer is our website. Our Facebook is Alexandra and Friends 660. And if you'd like to hear our podcast, just go into our link on our Facebook, Alexander and Friends, and subscribe. They're amazing. And I noticed that people are loading our, or uploading our, our um, podcast 60 to 70 people per day, which is amazing. Yeah. They love, they love Billy. I love Liz's photos of me. That's, aren't they, aren't yeah, they wonderful? Our website is, is really amazing. We had a lot of people on our show Saturday night over just loading up the, the event. And I think it had a lot to do with Jody um, Weber. Well, our, our, our last. I don't remember Jody. Yes. Oh, yeah. she, the, her show was very, very good. Very good. Yeah. So anyway, so we're speaking today to two young men from Latinos, Mexicanos. There you go. The <laughs> Merida, Yucatan and the Mexico. Right. There you go. I love the language. So, well, welcome to Alexander and France. And I know I'm not very good at media or uh, social media. I depend on somebody else to do it. But I get along. I do well. <laughs> I understand how to do generate sales leads and how to do um, pay for click or click for pay or whatever it is. So I'm going to turn it over to Billy so he can ask all these amazing no, questions. It's fine. I I, um, I like the the dynamic that these guys bring. Uh, starting a company in Mexico and bring it to us for the purpose of marketing in Mexico or or vice versa, mm -hmm. even. And so I was looking through your your client list and you've got some big names on here. And uh, during our break, I'd asked you about how does that work? But you guys are representing these big companies in Mexico, right? Yeah. And we're trying to help them deliver the message through another language, yeah. but respecting what the company's essence is. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of companies that have, have been around more than 50 years and they have like a value proposition and a brand promise to actual customers. And we're trying to get those companies to deliver that in Spanish so the well, a Latin market can understand what the company is, but also we can deliver them leads or sales or whatever they're looking for from so our you market. you guys are, are like a comprehensive translation 
for companies <laughs> wanting to market in Mexico. There you go. And that's yeah. what you've been doing. Yeah, right? there you go. Like when we, I get a lot of a, when I watch the NFL on NFL, the NFL, film, yeah. we, I got all the ads from here. And, on, and sometimes when I'm looking from the ads from here, I'm like, why are they promoting these to Latinos like this way? Like in United States, advertising is so different than in when, what would we do in Mexico? In the United States, you guys like try to appeal to the rational stuff of people. And in Mexico and Latin America, we prefer to make people feel something about. Yeah, it's a lot more complicated yeah. than just simply translating something from English to Spanish in an advertisement. Yeah, yeah I get that. I, I, I have a joke with Gonzalo that in the United States, the ads are like, verb, verb, verb. 90.99 on that place and that's it yeah like action 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 price and place and that's kind of the structure of the general things on that's the how ads. you guys like to do it no 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 in the u.s that's, the how, US, that's how they do oh yeah yeah but here. in mexico we gotta make people feel something for the brand and then we appeal to the reason to the reason behind it but yeah. it's not always that. What, what's the difference there like family values or Maybe family values, music, okay, and and the and the intention of the ad. Things Sometimes that, the ad is only to drive sales or make action happen. But in Mexico, we like to tell stories around yeah. our ads and try something to, nostalgic. Yeah, or, yeah. There you go. I understand that. It, it's also cultural, right? It's what appeals, yeah, to to that culture. Okay. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Latin America, we, we're much more affectionate in some in some areas, right? Oh, yeah. We 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 that, that passion often comes through and that's what we that's what we pick up on and that's what we say okay this is the way to talk to the latin to latin people yeah no, that makes perfect sense i think you use passion the latino the latinos are passionate yeah it's like in italy or spain the latinos are passionate i love mm -hmm. that because yeah. it just gives you that wealth of um of how your personality is mm -hmm. yeah. where a lot of the, and I understand because sometimes I go, Oh, $5 for this button. That's it. You know, yeah. but with the passion and, and I listen to some of the Spanish stations sometimes. That's awesome. It's the music. No, I mean, you, you hit it in the right way. The money doesn't matter. If it's working, then it doesn't matter. And mm -hmm. I understand mm -hmm. that. No, you guys sound perfect for this kind of, this kind of work. And, I hadn't even thought of that, this this international marketing like this. That's that's pretty clever. So you've got all these big clients down in, in Mexico. What about up here? So that's where I come in, right? Fernando has been doing this for 10 years down there. And then, as he was saying, we're longtime friends. We, we were, you know, we knew each other since we both were born, essentially, um, 35 years ago or so. And then we said, okay, let's bring this to the U.S. But we already have a proven recipe, and that is we talk to Latinos. Mm -hmm. we, ha we help American companies or U.S. companies talk to the Latinos. And we've been doing that already. So let's bring that to 20% of the market here. 20% of the U.S. population is Latino. Not necessarily they only speak Spanish, no. But they think like Latinos. They are Latinos. So you got to talk to them with that passionate. You got to talk oh, yeah. to their feelings. And that's what we can bring. And, uh, and as specific as online marketing can be, you guys can even target 100% of the Latinos, mm -hmm. really, in this area, even though they're only 20% of the population. It's it's that specific now. Yes. Yeah, that's, because that's that's one thing social media and, you know, Google and all the different target uh, options give you because you can find people based on their demography or based on their preferences or their yeah. interests or their geolocal, you know, kind of settings. So it's very interesting what you can do because you can go find your market. Yeah. Age groups, uh, yeah. sex, everything. You can specify yeah. exactly, hey, I want this ad to meet, reach these people. And because everybody puts all their information on the Internet, it makes it easy. <laughs> How are you finding the 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 what you charge here to what you charge in Mexico? Oh, yeah, good question. Of course, because I like to know. Mm -hmm. So obviously, as um, as we come to this market, we we adapt to this market, right? And we also need a U.S. workforce to be able to do this, right? We we need to translate a, a lot of our messaging. We need U.S. people to be looking at these things. So obviously, the pricing is different, and it adapts to the market here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, the economy is different here too, right? Yeah. yeah. But so, we are like 30% less than the market price. 
Yeah, we're definitely cheaper than Oh, in the everyone. same market? Yeah. What about in Mexico? Do you guys kind of have a good monopoly there? It looks powerful in these. So <laughs> over there, we we are higher than most of the market. Wow. But because we know how to deliver the message. But here we think this uh, we're also can be a competitive advantage to go for us, not only for quality, but also for price. You're just bringing those clients in first. Exactly. And, no, yeah. and, and, and once I think their we, contracts are up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think we, we can deliver, right? We can deliver yeah. at those prices. So do you have, do you bring the Spanish language to the U.S., the, this, this people here, are you bringing them to the U.S. also for the market? Is it, that, or? It's a great question. We would love to knock on their doors oh. and tell them like, we are the guys from Mexico that are doing Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, bringing your, your Mexico clients here and say, Hey, look, we can do the same thing here and reach the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just in the U.S. now. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing that we are right now, um, working on, it's like in two different markets. We're trying to uh, to go into the um, into into agencies. There's a lot of agencies that need work to be done, but they don't have all the structure to you know do it in an everyday basis. And if they hired as many people as they occasionally have, they would have a lot of fixed costs that would be you know, not very beneficial for oh, yeah. the business. So that. we could sell as a white label for agencies and that's one of the ways that we're exploring and sometimes customers are in english and we are okay with that gonzalo oh. and i have made a like a bulletproof process to make it sound in english and the other path is to actually marketing helping u.s companies to market for spanish speakers on united states yeah. what is that word you use white what okay white yeah label. i was going to define that white label essentially is we do the work behind the scenes and they're just a sales office so Somebody else, you know, and big agencies do these, they subcontract all the time. So instead of subcontracting to individuals, they can subcontract to us, an entire agency, and we take care of the Instead of getting time. a freelancer oh. to do their work, we, as a company, can execute what they sold to the customer. Let's say they sold to the customer 30 Facebook posts a month, but they don't actually do that. We can do that for them and deliver it in better prices than they do you have. Guys, you guys employ your own liaison right there you go. okay you're all in-house from the if we we called you and said hey i'm starting this company i need this done um you guys send the person out that talks to the client and then they relay to you and that's all in-house then not subbed out correct that's, everything that, that we do good. is in-house we have 25 employees for every yeah. department you know sales finance everything uh, and they obviously the graphic designers the copywriters what companies use this for is they 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 these big agencies they contract us because we can deliver at better prices than they can. Gotcha, gotcha. So All if I want to run an ad, it goes to your company, Miranda, or if I want to let's say hire you for generate some leads for me, they, it would go to um, Mexico. It and would, it would be produced in Mexico. It's a combination. It'd be produced half in Mexico, half in the U.S. Kind of like cars. <laughs> kind of like cars, right. yeah. Spot on. So, so kind of feel. We need the oil, and you guys so so you guys run your own ads and and everything else. How are you doing with the rules? Of, especially, I'm gonna I come back on that. On let's say the real estate or lawyers or something. How do you, how are you doing on the disclaimers? Uh, so definitely, the U.S. is a is a different market, right? Because it's uh, very fragmented. Every, every everybody's very specific at what they do. Um, so we have had to really read up and learn and partner with the right people to understand all the regulation mm-hmm. around every industry. You mentioned lawyers, you mentioned real estate. There is some significant uh, regulation there that that we've had to, you know, speed up and read upon and, and very get, strict. Yes. Yeah. So. And actually, when when you're about to run an ad on Facebook on specific, let's say something about politics or something about real estate or something, Facebook already has. Is asking the the people who's doing the ad mm-hmm. to have a special license to promote that's the specific type of business. So you're like getting a certificate on Facebook that what we, what you're doing is actually like well done and on the yeah on on, on like the rules of the game that you guys are playing. All right, and and I notice you guys do website design. So are you guys building complete functional websites for companies even that buy and sell goods or ship goods like the whole e-commerce thing yeah you're it, building it, that from the ground it up it depends it depends on the company and the needs that they have 
but we can do as big or as small web page you guys need. Like there are a lot of companies that only need an e-commerce and we could all, we could build like a e-commerce page and, you know, deliver the app for them. But a lot of other pages are just informative and people want to know their catalog to come down. We have a company in, in Miami that it's get, it's called get Miami lifestyle that helps come that we made a page for them so they could like deliver the catalog and, like show people what the boats are available for rent and they could rent them. All right, guys, we're about to take a break. We're sitting here with Fernando and Gonzalo's from Da Boost, and you can email them at info at daboost.com. That's D-A-B-O-O-S-T.com. And you can call them at 972-261-6401. Bienvenidos, uh, Alexandra and Friends, 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, and we certainly thank you, Roberto Perez, for making possible for this show to be every Saturday night and bringing amazing entrepreneurs. And, thanks, Robert. Yes, thanks, Robert. <laughs> entrepreneurs that are starting their companies or they have started their companies and they're telling, giving us their journey to where they're going to end up. So, uh, Billy, whenever you're ready for what? your new company. I'm out company, of questions. These guys are good. I know. They just went but, through it all. So, um, Billy, so we have these two amazing young men here that are entrepreneurs. I know they keep saying 10 years, but I think in Dallas or the Texas market, they've only been around for about six months, right? Three months. Three right. months. Three months. Yeah. Very good. So how do you feel about it, uh, well, that, that's, Gonzalo? That's good. I mean, there's a lot of companies that do this stuff. How? What are you going to do to overcome that saturation? That, that's an excellent question. And it's. I think we bring a, a fresh perspective. And you say it right. Uh, we did a local search for just digital marketing firms in Dallas. There's over 50. That's right? it? Only? Oh, <laughs> no, that's just, that's just Dallas. But then, you know, go to every other part of the country. And most most digital marketing companies don't stay within a geographical region. Really, they're tackling the entire U.S. Yeah. and a, a part of Canada. Because it's digital. You can go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, what we're finding is most of them niche, right? You're really good at dentists, at lawyers, at whatever. So for us, we also have a niche, and it's the Latino community. Yeah. Right? So that is what we're finding. We're finding that we're at a very relevant time. Everyone that we talk to wants to listen to us. Maybe we're not even a good fit, right, for them, but they are interested in what we have to say and what we have been doing the past 10 years because they realize after COVID, if you're not online... You're nobody. So you guys, you're not categorical. You're you're doing the same thing, but you're doing it completely different. Is that what you're telling everybody exactly. when they're when they're out there picking? They need something specific with your niche, which is we can do all of that, but we're going to do it over this manner, you know, instead of just being so oddly specific. Exactly. Now, I'm looking at your client list. It's not specific. No. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, in, in Mexico. <laughs> a lot of dynamic. It, it, it answers to actually what you have to do in Mexico. There is a, there's another very interesting difference on what you what you do here and what we do in Mexico, that it's about the niche. Yeah. In Mexico, the niche is whoever can I sell to. Yeah. Like it's, and, and we try to focus, like when we starting like doing American franchises, that's the first time we actually start doing a niche-based proposition and it started working because American companies were like, oh, these guys can deliver the so Your the, niche the is results. the ability to connect to there certain people. Yeah. And that's what you're selling. And at so. first we were like, yeah, we have to sell and, you know, keep the sales up for the company. And then we started, you know, trying to make better fit with some companies that I are actually trying to sell like or to grow. A lot of companies that we're targeting here in Mexico it's people who's actually trying to grow their company because they understand that they have invest they have to invest in advertising they have to understand oh, yeah. that to you know to grow you have to sell and to generate sales you need leads and it, it's kind of a process that goes all around and we can be all around you got to have a process. budget set aside for you guys yeah oh, for sure very good so let me ask you a question if i'm very small just myself how do you uh, how are you going to sell me yeah i mean because I've been waiting for four or five months for a, a presentation. Okay, great. I so want to hear it. The first thing that we want is, and, and you asked last time, who's your ideal client? And I said medium-sized companies, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, um, shy, we don't shy away anybody. And because what we're looking for really is somebody wants to grow. If you want to grow, then you're a good fit for us. So what we do for you first, what we do for every client, we are not a you know, a package, like this is what, this is what we do. This is what you get, period. 
it's what are your needs? What are you really going after? And after your business needs, we can identify your marketing objectives. Are you trying to grow leads? Are you trying um are you trying to get awareness? Are you trying to sp- um to really identify and sell one product specifically? We can understand your needs and then make a strategy behind you and then quote you and deliver. Right? So If you approach to us, what we'll do is, okay, let's have a meeting. Let's understand your business and where you're trying to go. And then say from the American spirit, then the next meeting we say, this is what we understood. And this is what we think you need. And this is how much it costs. And we'll quote you. Okay. Very interesting. So if if I just want one package for myself as an individual, you make me grow towards, let's say I want to go international. You can offer me English and Spanish in, in, in Mexico City. So my ads will be shown also in Mexico City. Should, yeah, Is that would, correct? If, if I want to, if that's where she wants, if to I want to go to yeah. Mexico City mm-hmm. as a business, then I will be advertised in Mexico. Correct. correct. That's correct. That's well, correct. We could do from excuse me from the same page. Mm-hmm. We could, uh, you know, make several ads at the same time that are going for specific not only targets but locations too. So we could, you know, manage a campaign that can work both markets in their specific languages and their specific offering of what you're trying to sell. Well, let's say if you come to me in six months, it's like, okay, I already in Mexico City is going well. Now I want to go to Minneapolis. We can help you also yeah. in Minneapolis, right? So, any any city, anywhere, any Spain. City. I see that you're doing Spain also. And you guys are unique in this this avenue, right? Like that's there's not a lot of companies doing this international stuff, or not at least not doing it very well. Regularly, a lot of digital marketing companies do not come back to the United States because of the competition. Yeah. Like here every every other day, there's an, a digital marketing agency coming out. But with our profile and our expertise and, the, as you said, the way that we do things, I think that's what makes yeah. us like pretty unique and can give us a niche and a, non, and a lot like just the Spanish approach. You took the words out of my mouth. There's an edge with you guys for sure. Yeah. All right. So if I want to advertise my real estate, let's say my real estate, how do you take the American side and the Latino side into one? Because there were two different worlds and how we advertise. Let me just say an advertisement. I cannot advertise walk into the house because of right. ADA. So what what do you do? You work to make sure that we have everything, uh, the rules of the uh, of each company or each organization are Describe, do you understand all those things? Yes, um, and this is where it starts. Every real estate is different. Every real estate um, agent is different. Some of them are tied to corporations that have limits on what they can post or not because they, they, already ha- they belong to a company and companies are already taking care of the digital marketing. So for them, we can't do much except go to a corporate and try to you know, incorporate ourselves mm-hmm. into a corporate oh, strategy. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's right. But you're, if you're an individual and you have control of how you can communicate, then that's when we start. So you guys would be more fit for the brokers in that case, right? Yeah, because right now with the rules, with the law of, of MLS, we all have to belong to MLS. Mm-hmm. And the rules are very difficult now. They really are, are starting to cramp down on how we do our our ads and things like that. So. Right. And what I would say um, to a realtor is what we can build is your personal brand. We can build you as Alexandra, for example. Alexandra right? Alexandra France. that knows everything about the market, more of, a, of an influencer, let's say. Right. Not necessarily. So the, it's you influ- build- you're, you're actually building a influence of, of what I do. Exactly. You're, you're actually building me, not my real estate Exactly. Side, okay? And we build you your content, right? My content, You, you can yeah. educate people on, you know, five tips on how to look for a, an agent. Right, right. How to, the process of buy a house. That's what we can do for a realtor. And but, it's, it's content marketing at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are tired of being sold all the time, like... Right. Bye, bye, bye. Try, try, try. Come, come, come. And people are like, no, I, maybe I'm trying to, you know, do yeah. something else and learn about something. Let's say my my case, my personal case. I want, let's say I'm Fernando. I come to the United States. I want to buy a property. I don't even know where to start. Like in Mexico, I understand the rules, but here I don't. 
the other day Gonzalo was telling me something about an HOA here, HOA there, DBA here, DBA there. And I was like, what? what, what? I'm just wanting to leave, oh, leave, leave a place. Get a place and leave there, you know. So that that's kind of thing. It's a different, yeah. So you're really having to transport one item from over there, one mm -hmm. item over here and go and put it together. Yeah, let's and make try it happen. To, the same to Mexico. Okay, me Mexicans. This tax is similar to the this tax that you pay in Mexico. Mm -hmm. This one is You don't have it, but you're going to have to pay it. And that kind of stuff. There's a little, like, very few articles or educational things that we can get access to. Like, I was thinking because later I want to talk to you about actually doing something in the United States. Oh, absolutely. Um, just because I always like new businesses and I think it's so important to, to um, develop and uh -huh. everything. So I noticed that you have American Red Cross. Now, is this... The United States American Red Cross or the Latino Red Cross? The Latino Red Cross. Okay. The Latino Red Cross. So what do you offer to them? Well, we pitched in at first as um, like a pro bono campaign in, in, in Latin America. They uh, were trying to, you know, gather money and donations from people. And we helped them do that through social media. So you're actually doing this as a uh, as a um, nonprofit. That's a nonprofit. A yeah, nonprofit. We, we like to do sometimes very things good. for yeah. nonprofit. Very good. We Love we that. we have helped the American Red Cross. We have helped Teleton, that it's with kids that have a little like special mm -hmm. needs, special, special needs, needs. And yeah. disabilities. Uh -huh. And we have also worked with a with a with a pastor in down in Mexico that was that wrote a book that was called El Mundo de Jota, Jay's World. Uh -huh. That was about the like values and, you know, values, delivering yeah. values to uh -huh. children and all that. And he needed like social media to be done. So we pitched on that, too. That is good. I also noticed you do a lot of uh, advertising for the dealers, the car dealers. Yep. You have Volkswagen. Is that Mexico? That's Mexico. Oh, yeah. yeah. Car companies. That's okay. Mexico. But let, let's say I, I was saying like Ford. You remember Ford, Ford is like this huge American huge, brand yes. and has uh -huh. been around for a lot of years. So we have to help them deliver their message, like the essence of the brand through social media, but in a Latin way of living. So people can understand like how, let's say a truck, you're doing a truck, you mm -hmm. got to do a specific kind of truck so you can do it right. A pickup. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's different preferences down there. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody loves to be have a pickup down there. But every time I've been there, they're not doing the big lifted no, big trucks. No. You know, they're buying the smaller trucks to get around and do things in town. Well, we're For, coming to the end of this oh, yeah. wonderful uh, evening with... Uh, Gonzalo and uh, Fernando. Fernando Rojas. There you That's go. That's red. Yeah. That's the so, most rolled R's I ever listened to. <laughs> she does it makes fun of me. <laughs> so I was born here. Both Leave of you are just beginning your your company and your life, and I hope and I wish the very best for you all to be yes. the next 50 years. But I think one of the most important things is that I love the the nature that you have. You're very, you're like I am. I love the 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 fact that you you really love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And you conveyed your you passion. You convey for your it. passion, and I, and that's yeah. the way I am. You know, I'm very passionate. It'd be easy for someone to roll in and go, oh, another digital marketing company. But that's not you guys. Thank it's you. Not just Thank another. you. Well, I we see love, that now. we love what we do, and, and and we understand how how we can deliver results. Yeah. To well, you talk about it with a smile on your face, so that's yes. something. Yes, yes. You, you come across very strong. So before we close the evening, will you tell us how to get hold of your of your local company here, um, Gonzalo? Definitely. So the best thing that you can do is either email me at info at da dash boost b o o s t dot com. Or call me at 972-261-6401. Or you can visit us in our website at www.daboost.com and leave your information there and we will get back to you. So plenty of ways. You can also like us in social media, of course. Very good. Uh, oh, you have that? <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't really believe in that. Yeah. But we're we're yeah. trying. Like, well, we know, certainly want to thank you for being here this evening. Thank you so much for attending this today and hope wish you the very best. One last thing. We really want to thank you for the opportunity oh, for yeah. being here. Well, yeah. thank our, our producer because he's amazing. He is going to make sure the show turns out really great. He's awesome. He just gave us a, a, field, a field trip to the station, so we're very happy. You're listening to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you every Saturday night, 10 p.m. 
on 660 The Answer by Miller titled Roberto Perez. Be sure and go to like us on Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660, or our website, alexanderfriends.com, and our podcast, or sign up for them and listen to them and let us know what you think. We appreciate it. If you're looking for uh, advertising, hey, Alexander and Friends is the, great, the place to go to. Give me a call at 972-342-2932. And uh, this evening is uh, me. Uh, it's uh, Billy Tato, our producer. Hello. Michael Clark and myself, Alexandra. And we're going to chat a little bit. We had great guests this evening. We had Fernando Rojas and mm-hmm. Gonzalo, Gonzalo Herrera. 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 It's, Herrera. it's not Herrera. Herrera. It's Herrera. Very good. I, I roll With my R. The boost. I sounded just like Mike. The boost is a, um, what, what is it? What is the boost? Digital marketing the boost ah, company. Very good. I they think it sounded like the Dallas Cowboys or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they advertise you online and social media and all that kind of stuff, and they can set up a great marketing deal yes. for you. And, and, and while there's a lot of companies that do that, as they said, their niche it's is to be able to. Latino correlate to the latino community which i think is wonderful because it's a very powerful community there which as yeah. we learned was not just translating it into spanish that's no. right that is correct that <laughs> never is that correct. easy no. anyway well since this show is brought to you by miller title title company there's a some situation that is uh, just happening that dallas men in custody in alleged deed fraud scheme involving over 1.6 million in stolen property Property. What was that about? I haven't heard that one. The deeds. How they, uh, how they. Um, deed fraud. Deed really? fraud. Home yes. Deeds. Yes. Yes. Uh, it, it's an indictment and his name is William Ballridge and is accused of of friendly uh, transferring the titles of 20 homes in Dallas, Harris and Tarrant County to companies he controlled. So we have to bring Roberto on board and let him give us a yeah, show. Yeah, I'd like to talk about, about that. About this because I think this is. A lot of, you know, is, they can. Is that guy uh, also entitled? Is that no, how he's able this to do is, that? No, he's, he's just, he's a guy that he just. He's just a grifter. A, grift, a drifter. And so he went through a title company to get this accomplished? No, he just. Uh, no. Uh, the, the, the whole reason this didn't happen, that the, he the, was able to do this is because the people that had the, the property didn't go through a title company. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let that be a lesson to everyone listening. Let that be a lesson. I think it's very important. I think we should really um, get uh, Roberto, especially for the first week of December when people are starting to get, starting to look at real estate again and buy. And I think a lot of it has to do with lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they think they're going to save money. I've got news for you. By not going through the right channels. They just go through Mm -hmm. a notary and half of the time, they don't even file the paperwork and do all those things. So I, mean, I think it's the, important. That's the job of titles to research that property and make sure there's no holds, no liens, you know. And there's another one that made millions of dollars stealing homes with forged deeds. This is Orlando Jacobs and Clarence Rowland. They stole homes across Texas yeah, doing the o- same thing. Over the years, over the recent years, these things do happen. Uh, even in Texas, where we've got good laws against it. Yeah, yes. I, mean, I saw it recently where someone sold a house because they were out of the country, sold it to somebody else, took all the money and ran. Amazing. And exactly. the person came home and was like, why are you in my house? I mean, that, that stuff still happens. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, even we do need to get Roberto world. on to talk about I that. I think yeah. we need to talk Sometimes to Roberto soon. about that very soon. Right. Uh, and also, uh, the the knowledge of people that's detailed. Uh, buying one property from another person mm-hmm. and not recording it. Right. I got news for you because they leave the country. That you idea. don't have a home. So yeah, I think it's important. Let's get him on there. Let's also talk a little bit about the um, tragedy, the tragedy in Houston. What yeah. a yeah. terrible, I don't do concerts, so right. I cannot imagine, but I understand this was not very well planned. Right. And as I understand also, this is not like your typical concert. This is like this guy's, this rap artist's fans were encouraged to run through the gate where the ticket counter was. And so there were more people in there than there were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't have a ticket. So they were just there to oh. cause trouble. Yeah. And, and then they. And it's a younger kind of crowd with this guy. Yes, it's a younger yeah, My 12 crowd. year old listens to him. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so um, he's. Not very cool guy either. With uh, you might want to no. get your twelve year old off of that. Hey, look, I know, but I can't control lyrics, what happens at middle school sometimes. The lyrics in this guy's songs are <laughs> extremely evil. I don't really shelter my children a whole lot. I my dad didn't either, and I thought it paid off. 
that maybe it didn't. I understand. Well, <laughs> uh, the, the, kid, no, the kids I that were out there, there trampling over people, they weren't sheltered either. No. So somebody allowed them to go there, and uh, people got trampled. Eight people died. There was, a, people, there was a yeah. lot of lack of common sense here. And this guy's uh, whole theme, this artist's whole theme is really demonic if you look at it. Wait a minute. Who was it again? The rapper's name? Yeah. Was it that Scott guy? Yeah. Yeah. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, he did the first online concert during COVID through Fortnite. Right. And I watched that with my kids because that's what right. they play. Yeah. I didn't know he was like this, though. I didn't know there was yeah, anything bad. He might have cleaned it up for that online concert. But re- it's, I think he started out as, you know, average kind of rap artist. And he's connected with one of those Kardashians, too. But recently, he's turned really dark. Okay. And so the the song that he was rapping during while people were getting trampled was called Death. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I understand he's is having the, is to this pay borderline for inciting. That's what I, I'm I thinking. Think so. I think he uh, may be culpable yes. for some of it. Yes. Yes. Uh, it looks. I'm like, reading on it right now. Yeah. I have, I've read up on it since it happened. Right. My cousin lives nearby. She said she could hear that thing all night or into the night, mm-hmm. and she had just posted about. How amazingly she lives right by NRG Stadium. She can hear everything all the time. And she was just talking about how loud it was. And I'm telling you, 30 minutes later, I got the notification that people were dead. People were dead. Yeah. Yeah. And he, Travis Scott from stage was encouraging people to rush security guards. Yes. To not pay attention to what security guards were saying. And to no respect to push for the rules. But, you know, the, the worst part about it, you had right now, there's a lot of people that were injured. They're talking about lots of injured you know, people. There's still going to be so many rules lawsuits. and regulations so, aren't meant to oppress people. They're right. there to protect to people. Them. And this is it's crazy. The disrespect for law. Good laws actually have. encourage freedom. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your freedoms are infringed on by others. If some of these policies aren't in place, even exactly. though you think it limits your freedom, it doesn't. It protects your freedom. Right. They're just looking at it the wrong way. And yep. these are all young people. And there have, and now you have so many young people that are in the hospital and right. have a, one of the worst Little was this a uh, seven year old or six yes. year old that are, oh my that God. is brain critical. Dead. Brain why dead. Brain be, dead why child. Why would you bring seven year olds or six year olds to this concert? There was like, I think I read an eight year old had a heart attack. Why would you bring little kids to this concert? Uh, I don't understand. You know, he was real famous with the kids. That's what I'm telling you. I didn't know what kind of rap, you know. How much? How much did your parents regulate what you listened to from music a growing lot. up? Really? Yeah. Mine didn't. Yeah. My, you know, I was able to listen to whatever I wanted because they didn't know, you mm-hmm. know. But also, I behaved outside right. of that. But I did listen to whatever I wanted to growing up, and I've kind of let my kids just kind of pick their own music. I mean, there's mm-hmm. times I cut them off. Some mm-hmm. of it's just over the top because there's no censorship anymore either. Yep. With well, the World Wide Web. I think he's doing the right thing by paying for the funerals of the. Of Is the, he? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, and he's refunding supposed. Well, first he said they were going to refund the tickets, and then I think he got to a little bit of. Uh, now he's paying for the funerals. But just think. Oh, this, I did see that. And he canceled his Vegas show this week. Well, I'm yeah. glad he's paying attention to his PR team, yeah. but that doesn't make him less evil. The the death, <laughs> the dead were the ages from 14 to 27 were all from Texas, Illinois, Washington. Wow. They went, yeah. they came from all over, included high schoolers. And yeah. there was a co- there was two best friends together and they they're they're gone. An aspiring Border Patrol agent, computer science student in college. Wow. Just just thinking now what's going to happen, you you've got all this people that are in the hospitals and then you've got all this lawsuits. I mean, attorneys are already a, arriving, I'm sure, to to file the lawsuits. Yep. But who's responsible? I want to know who's well, going to be responsible for all this. So, the, the, I mean, you have the the venue as I think would be the most responsible because they didn't stop the yeah. artist from inciting. The, Are you talking about the security the bad behavior? So the security may be a third com- company, but there has to be somebody there from the venue that is responsible for things that are said to incite yeah, this kind of violence. They said they're investigating the barricades and their crowd control measures. I mean, everybody thinks of those things. Yeah. You know, how are we going to move all these people? Or even my little festivals that we have in my little hometown of Palestine, Texas, they're very thoughtful about crowd control and barricades mm-hmm. and, you know, how, how people are going to flow through here or there yeah. and where they're going to park. So this was just 
kind of a huge oversight. But there had disaster. to be security there. There had to be. There was. There was. There was. Yeah. There but they, was. Were, they were running the they mower. They were outnumbered. You know, there was a ratio of people to security. And, yep. But you know, if everybody's there, acting up, you can't control that. I haven't been to a concert in, I guess, since I was 16 years old. I went to see Willie Nelson. It was outside in the woods. Okay. <laughs> okay. But today, this concert, are, are they not, when you sell the tickets, they're already sold and don't you... I mean, I don't understand how they do these things now because well, Astroworld is a huge place. There's general admission and right? then there's reserved seating. So the general admission part, which is down on the floor, is the part without the seats. And that's where, where everybody the trouble starts. Yeah. Oh, there's a the Dubinsky family, I think, lost all their children. They, oh, my God. That was, that was a, uh, one of the best. So That's quite a tragedy. It is a tragedy. And I think we need to learn from these tragedies because mm-hmm. they just keep happening. You know, uh, something like this, and to me, uh, I think it's going to last for a long time, and you have a lot of people that, uh, what, my question is, what is he going to do about this? Who? Uh, the, the artist. Well, he's Scott, obviously, he's, he's, paying, he's for paying for the, the funeral. Well, I understand, he's but for the funerals, yeah. does, would he not be investigated for telling the crowd, come on, you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm sure something's going to happen. That, that You way. know, you just depend on people to have some sense. But more uh, and more, we're finding no. out it's not so common. Right. So. Well, I think a lot of us parents don't realize how serious the situation is. This world of of today that there's no no um, repercussion, no respect. Respect is the the whole thing that respect for each is other, happening for each for other. Yeah. You know, people are coming into the stores and killing. You know, the, you heard about AutoZone in Fort Worth, the employee that killed the. Yeah, I never read that article. Well, what, was, what happened there? An employee killed the customer. Should wow. should shoots the customer for just being belligerent. Right? Uh, no contact, no threats. Uh, or... It's it's a Fort Worth, and you know you start seeing there's this one here, this one there. It's just you don't know if you want to go shopping anymore. Well, then there's there's you... governments, there's officials around the country in different cities that are encouraging these kinds of things by allowing. Oh, if it's just nine hundred dollars worth of stuff, we'll let you steal that, and oh, we're not going to prosecute. We have you. that in Dallas. I know. In Dallas, Crazy. we have the district attorney will not. But it's worse in places like San Francisco and New York. In New York, they have the no cash bail thing. And so as soon as you kill somebody, you're back out on the street again. Well, it's becoming to where there's, you know, you can come into a house, kill and, somebody, and, and they'll let you out the next day. Well, and, and claim the house as your own. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's getting out of control. Good luck getting me out. And, and oh, there's also a big situation going on in um, Frisco. Uh, they're rezoning the schools and parents are angry. And really? so that's Frisco. Y'all need to look at yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's a big border there where oh. you can live in Frisco, go to Plano schools or vice versa. you got to watch out for rearranging those parents, though. though. The, the FBI will tell you those people are terrorists. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they will come and get you. Yeah, so. There's a lot um, of bond elections going on. Everything, yeah. But this, this I is, always vote no on every bond. I, I mean, do too. It's just more money. They just yeah. tax, tax. You don't need more money. Then they reevaluate your house at a higher value, mm-hmm. and they get more money out of that. So well, yeah. let's let's not go into taxes. Let's talk about the thirty-five billion dollars for infrastructure. We would, but we don't we have, have any more time. Oh my god! So let's do that next week, okay? okay. Well, we have two segments next week. Listen to Alexander Friends six sixty. The answer. This show has been brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. This evening we have Billy Tatum. Hello. Our, Goodbye. Our our our. our um, I'm just a guy. Our producer, producer, Michael Clark, and myself, Alexandra. We appreciate you very much. Again, thank you, Roberto Perez, for giving us this opportunity. Thank you, Roberto. Have a good evening. Good evening. <laughs> You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.